Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Water, Wind, Wine Ministries. This week we're going to be talking about how to fight the devil. You know, I had a question from one of my very good friends recently on how to actually fight the devil. We're not called to fight the devil. <laughs> we are called to fight the good fight of faith. And that can be found in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. It says right here, it says, pursue righteousness, excuse me, that's verse 11. Verse 12, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. So I want to talk to you today about fighting the good fight of faith or how you actually fight and overcome the devil. Let's look at this verse. It says, fight the good fight of faith. Now, the reason that we have to fight the good fight of faith is because when we believe for something, when we exercise our faith for something, there is going to be a fight. The Bible says in John that persecution comes because of the word. It doesn't come because of who you are as a person. It comes because of the word that has been implanted in you. And how has it been implanted in you? By hearing the word of God, by hearing what he has said, by his word. And so when you set out to fight, and by the way, fighting the good fight of faith is not your idea. The Bible says that it is God who moves in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. And the Bible also says that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. Sorry, <laughs> Ruby's right here. So if that's a little bit loud, I apologize. Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. It's God who moves in us both to will and to do for his good pleasure. So when we do anything, including fight a good fight of faith, that is provoked by God, by Jesus. In other words, Jesus, the word of God, is provoking us to believe God to manifest in our lives in that way. So let's continue on. Fight the good fight of faith. It says, lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Now, what does that sound like? That sounds like salvation, right? It sounds like if you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross and that he was buried and that God raised him up the third day, if you believe that in your heart and you confess it with your mouth, you'll be saved. Does that sound familiar? That's in Romans. But what he's saying right here is he's saying, lay hold on eternal life. So what is eternal life? John 17, 3 says that eternal life is knowing the Father and the Son whom he's sent. So if we take this verse apart and we say, we fight the good fight of faith and we lay hold on eternal life. We lay hold on knowing the Father and Jesus, the one whom he's sent. Sometimes it's a little bit or it seems a little bit esoteric to say lay hold of Jesus, but let's think about Jesus as the word of God in this instance. Therefore, what we would do to fight the good fight of faith is we would lay hold on the word of God. And what that looks like in practice is exactly what my friend was asking. How did he fight the devil and defeat him? How did he win? Now we can look at when Jesus was tempted by the devil in Luke chapter 4 and of course Jesus was tempted by the devil we all know this and then Jesus spoke the word out that is how you fight the devil and I'm gonna give you a really good example that you can apply to your life today on how to fight the devil this is how you do it so let me give you an example from my own life 
When I was younger, I used to cuss like a sailor. I was embarrassed about how much I cussed. I couldn't even get a few words out without sprinkling the F-bomb in there constantly. It was like an adjective for me. I think it is an adjective the way people use it. But anyways, I couldn't quit cussing and I really wanted to quit cussing, but I felt powerless to do so. So I did talk to some Christian friends about this and basically they told me, well, trust Jesus and it's in God's timing and and all of that is just crap. And it's just veiled Christian crap to say, we have no idea how to help you. That's all that is. They were sweet, wonderful people, but they had no idea how to help me. So I asked God, of course I asked God, all right, I can't get any help from the people I'm around in the church, so what is the answer? How do I quit cussing? The answer, he said, is to apply the word of God. And so this is what he had me do. I would feel the urge to cuss, and then I would say to myself, whether I actually cussed or didn't cuss, I would say out loud the word of God, which says to lay aside all filthy language. And so that's what I would do. So I would drop an F-bomb and I would say, no, in the name of Jesus, I lay aside all filthy language. Or I would get ready to drop an F-bomb and I would say, no, in the name of Jesus, I have laid aside all filthy language. And so that's how I stopped cussing. It didn't take very long. It took a couple of weeks and I was able to stop cussing. And what I found out was that if I am able to apply this methodology to all of the things in my life that I want to overcome, it works and it works perfectly. So what I do to fight the devil or actually to fight the good fight of faith is I find a verse that tells me who I am, what I have or what I can do in the word of God and I apply it to my life when I feel that urge come up inside me. So I hope that makes sense to you. That's exactly what Jesus did. He was tempted to cast himself down. He was tempted to turn the stones into bread. He was tempted to worship the devil. He was tempted to do all those things. If he wasn't, then it wouldn't have been the temptation of Christ. He was tempted. Jesus Christ himself was tempted by the devil. And he overcame it by actually not fighting the devil. If you read in Luke, he said to himself, he said, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Man shall not live by bread alone. He didn't say the devil shall not live by bread alone. He said, man shall not live by bread alone. He said, you shall not tempt the Lord your God, right? He said, you will only worship God. You'll only bow the knee to God. So he wasn't talking to the devil. He was talking to Jesus. He was telling Jesus, no, Jesus, you're going to do this. And that's what you have to do. A lot of people think that when they fight the devil, they have to come against the devil and say, devil this, devil that. But that's really not the issue. I mean, you have authority over demons and you can command a demon to leave. That's not that big of a deal. But what the real issue is, is that people, they have a thing inside them and they have a struggle inside them and they can't get over it and they want to fight. That is the good fight of faith. Good because we win as Christians, but also good because we have the victorious weapon right here. And what we do is we just speak the word of God over it, whether we fail or we succeed and we catch it at the urge or we catch it after, after we've actually fallen or sinned, we still shoot the word of God into it. And that is what is going to deliver you from all of those fleshy vices, from all of the stuff that you want deliverance from. That is how you're going to overcome the devil. And that is how you're going to fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on eternal life to which you were called and which you have confessed in front of many witnesses.
Remember that I love you and that Jesus loves you.